0: Okay, so let's talk about another case where there is a 47-year-old African-American woman presenting to the office with a one-month history of increasing abdominal discomfort and distension. Her initial vitals when measured were unremarkable. There is no such specific findings. Initial history, the patient reports that increasing abdominal distension and discomfort over the past month. The abdominal fullness has caused her increased urinary frequency, nocturia, reflux and blenching. She has occasional episodes of shortness of breath. There is no change in the appetite or diet. There is no history of fever, constipation or diarrhea. Past medical history, she has given... uh, Birth to three childs and that was normal vaginal deliveries. Patient has smoked two packets of cigarette day, per day for the past 20 years. No history of significant alcohol or eliciting drug use. Family history and review of other systems is unremarkable. Initial examination, what you do is you examine the general examination, skin, breast, lymph node, H-E-E-N-T-A, chest, heart, abdomen, genitalia, rectal extremities and neurological examination now physical examination result general examination she is well developed well nourished and in no apparent distress skin examination she has normal turgor no nodules no other lesions hair nail normal her breast examination nipples are normal there is no mass lymph node there's no lymphadenopathy Head, eye, ear, nose, and neck examination, normal cephalic, normal vision, eye, fundoscopic examination, normal, hearing, normal, ear, including pinna, and external auditory canal, tympanic membrane, normal, nose, mouth, normal, pharynx, normal, neck is supple, no mass, no bruit, and thyroid is normal. Chest and lung examination, chest wall appears normal, diaphragm moves equally and symmetrically with respiration, mild dullness to percussion is there, and reduced breath sounds at the base of so, there is reduced breath sound at the basis and there is mildness to percussion on chest. So, this could be because of uh, some fluid accumulation or because of any mass or any consolidation or in tumor or maybe it's not related to chest, it's related to abdominal mass. Let's see. Heart and cardiovascular S1 normal. No murmur, no gallop, no extra extrasound. Central and peripheral pulses is normal. No jugular venous distension. Blood pressure equal in both arms. Abdominal examination, bowel signs normal, no bruit, abdominal fullness and tenderness with shifting dullness. So there is abdominal fullness and there is abdominal tenderness and also there is shifting dullness. So that means there is some sort of fluid accumulated in the abdomen. Liver and spleen are not palpable. There is no hernias. And genitalia examination, normal genitalia, no vaginal or cervical lesions, uterus is not enlarged, left adnexial mass. So this could be a case of ovarian tumor where there is a pleural effusion and also there is a situs feature. Maybe let's see because there is a left adnexial mass and genitalial examination. Rectal examination, sphincter tone is normal, no mass and uh, or abnormalities stool brown or no occult blood. Extremities and spine, extremities without deformity, no cirrhosis, no clubbing, no edema, peripheral pulse is normal, no joint deformity, no warmth, and full range of motion, spinal examination is normal. So what is the suspected diagnosis? So see, this patient is having abdominal fullness and distension with discomfort associated with symptoms of urinary frequency, there is constipation, there is indigestion, reflux and shortness of breath, tiredness and weight loss. Examination shows pelvic adnexial mass ascites with signs of pleural fluid and abdominal pelvic ultrasound is the most useful study to figure out because this is a case of ovarian carcinoma tumor marker including carcinoma 125 hCG and alpha-fetoprotein are screened and screening with mammography and chest x-ray is also needed because you never know whether it is metastasizing to somewhere else or it is a primary origin or it's coming from somewhere else. So we need to figure that out with the help of pelvic ultrasound. Now, how you're gonna manage this case so you need a surgical consultation and you also have to do the laparoscopy to so see how much the tumor is extended medical oncological consultation for possible chemotherapy uh, for stage 2 or greater if you figure out that on ultrasound and on CT scan whatever is needed after that you figure out this is tumor is in stage 2 or more then you need to, possible chemotherapy counseling and reassurance is also needed so what was the optimal diagnostic orders which you did examination was abdominal genitalia pelvic ultrasound paracentesis ascites fluid cytology and carcinoma 125 serum markers so you have to do paracentesis and you have to see what is there in the ascites fluid so acetic fluid cytology is needed in this case additional testing which you can do is mammography chest x-ray lateral and pa view pap smear testing alpha beta protein serum testing and beta hCG serum quantitative testing and then cbc bmp to see whether there is anemia or any sort of abnormality on electrolyte or something like that now therapy what is the recommended therapy advise the cancer di- patient Cancer diagnosis, consult general surgeon, reassure the patient. And uh, what are the other things in therapy? Consult hematology, oncology physicians and advise patient to stop smoking. She was smoking it for like 20 years, okay, and two pack daily. Monitoring, we don't need to monitor because the patient is in office setting. Office to inpatient for the management of ascites. You'll ask the patient that you have to shift to the inpatient department that is in the wards because you need to drain the ascitic fluid for paracentesis and to figure out what all things are needed later. Timing, diagnosis and management should be instituted within two days of the stimulated time and the sequence of this uh, whole thing should be you have to examine first. And all the examination things you have to do that first. Then you change the setting to inpatient unit once you examine and figure out that it is parasymp- fluid accumulated. Then you order a chest X-ray PA view and a pelvic ultrasound. Then you advance the clock to report the results. Then you wait for the results. Then you do the paracentesis, ascitic fluid cytology, serum 25, 125 a marker level, alpha-fetoprotein level, beta CG level, CEA, CBC, BMP, and now. You advance the clock for the cytological results and then in meanwhile you order general surgery consultations, advise the patient that diagnosis of cancer, consult the hematology, oncology physicians and reassure the patients. And uh, the clock for the surgical consultation and this is how this case will end and they will decide what next to be done. So yeah, that was another case of ovarian carcinoma. I hope you guys liked it. Thank you so much for listening.